0: Hello and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today we have the Denise. Yes we do. We finally have her on the show. We've been talking about her for months and months now and so many of you are like the famous Denise and so we're super excited to have her on today. Uh, She has made such a world of difference to both Jay and I and she's just a blessing. Just a blessing to this whole community and world. And we're so excited to have her on. So welcome, welcome, Denise. Um Thank Jay, do you. you wanna give a little intro background of your relationship? How we you brought sure. her into the fold.
1: I did. Well not really actually. I mean there were other other members of our tribe who are seeing Denise before me. And my what I love about my Denise story is it's one of those the universe has to hit you over the head with a two by four. Uh, conversations oh, yeah. because uh, two different two or three different times. I don't remember if you remember Denise, but it was two or three different times I had been referred to you by other friends.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: other people in our community had said, you should go see, you know, this woman Denise me, and blah blah blah. And I would be like, Oh yeah, I should totally go see her <laughs> and you know, think to <laughs> myself, I should really go do that, right? I should really see her. And uh, it was, what it was a couple of years ago when we did Lean Inside? I think that was 2015, maybe 2014, 15. I can't remember. I think it was 2014, actually. So it was three years ago? That long ago,
2: Denise? I, I think I've I only, it's been about two years for you and I.
1: Two years? Okay. Mm-hmm. So two years ago, when we did the Lean Inside Mexico trip, right before that, I was having trouble with my hip and my knee, and people told me to go see Denise, and I ignored it. <laughs> and then I went to Mexico. And how did the stuff come up? And by the time I left Mexico, I could barely walk. So I got off the plane coming back from Mexico, barely able to move. My right, my right hip was all jacked up into down into my knee. I couldn't pick up my I couldn't pick up my leg and cross it over my other leg. So uh, bottom line is, the universe was like, "You will go see the knees."
2: <laughs> <laughs> you do not
1: have a chance. So, as soon as I got back, <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess this is the universe. Don't, so I went and started seeing Denise then. And um, yeah, we've been like, I don't know, friends, colleagues. I've been your client. You've been my client ever since. Um, and so I've been doing uh, Denise. Did We did a lot of body work that first six months of our relationship probably uh, yeah. to get that hip moving. It was the longest thing I've ever had to heal from in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it felt like it's it, forever because it was like november to probably march or april before i was 100% getting rid of that um, and then denise started came to my seminar and has been doing my work and reading my books and and my book um and uh yeah and then now we're just old friends and family now <laughs> so that's how it
2: feels like anyway.
1: One of the things that's important, I mean, Denise, I'm going to give you the give you the stage here in a second because I want you to explain. But we had a very specific request from uh, our listeners to to speak more about myofascial release. Okay. Uh, when we had uh, Ani Anderson on, who is an energy worker and body worker, uh, a couple months ago, she said to people, I believe didn't she back on the call? She said something like, "Go see some go see somebody who does myofascial release." Yes. She basically had, was just
0: like go, and we were like, okay, well, we've got a we, we're going. Yeah, we've
1: done that, yeah. <laughs> we've been doing yeah, that. we've done that, and we have somebody <clears throat> um, But then the listeners said, well, what is that? Like, tell us more about that.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: um, Denise is a physical therapist, but also is a myofascial release practitioner. Is that accurate? That's
2: accurate, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah, so I would love to just give you the floor now and kind of share a little bit about yourself and what you do and how it works and all the things. Does
2: that work? That sounds great. Um, just give you a little background on me, I have been a physical therapist for about 22 years now, and about 18 years ago, um, had a big life change, um, uh, got out of nursing home care, and um, was led to go into a different field, so um, I decided to try outpatient therapy and was looking for some way I could connect with people um, and um, help them with the orthopedic problems because so I was still thinking like a regular PT at that point in time, and I ran across the John Barnes seminars, and he was coming to Kansas City, so I checked it out, and um, I I became addicted. <laughs> um, John is and is an amazing person um, and a, and a great uh, healing facilitator. And so, uh, with my first class, um, I took. Um, I I knew my world was never going to be the same. Um, I was excited. I was elated, I was scared, I was confused, I was pissed off. Um, it was, It was. I can't even describe how, how big the experience was for me. It allowed me to have justification for seeing people the way I wanted to see them, which was as whole, connected people. Not a diagnosis, not a condition, not a joint, um, not a this-many-visits vid- kind of a physical therapy thing, but a chance to really connect with people and help them to heal themselves. And I I guess that's the the thing that appeals to me most about the myofascial release, is that I am not fixing anybody. I am facilitating people learning how to hear their bodies, understand what the body is trying to tell them or work through what the body is trying to tell them so that the body helps them heal themselves. Um, So that's that's kind of where I come from. as far as what myofascial release is, um, according to John Barnes, and John Barnes teaches a particular type of myofascial release, um, it, the fascia is this whole body system. It's head to toe, front to back. It connects and surrounds and supports every single thing in the body. And um, it's made up of this kind of stretchy elastic fibers and the uh, things that link the two of the, of the fibers together. And then it has this liquidy collagen gel. That's the the physiology of it. But the mind-body part of it is that those elastin fibers, they're actually microtubules. And John proposes, and there's now research that's getting to support this more, that you actually um, have a communication system through those microtubules, which is made of light. So Mm -hmm. he sees us as light beings, and so do I. -hmm. Um, When you have areas of your body that have been through trauma that have had... emotional trauma even, where you kind of tighten down and hold that part of your body. That stuff gets stuck in there. That includes all the emotions and the belief systems that you have at the time that you take in that trauma. And so the idea with the myofascial release is to physically get in there and um, provide gentle compression or elongation over time and free up that tissue. So the other part of the myofascial release and what I do that you guys have experienced is that when that happens, if the person is willing to just take their brakes off and shut down that left brain that's jabbering at them about what it all means, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um, then the person's able to tap into the body's tremendous healing potential, and I try to dialogue them through what is coming up and let them release it through emotional response, through physical response. Like sometimes people are so agitated or they didn't get a chance or they felt powerless and they weren't able to fight their way out or hit something or so we go with what the body's telling us at the time and we facilitate and try to encourage the person to let that come up so that they can take their power back. And that's mm-hmm. what this is all about. Part of healing is taking your power back. And oh, and yeah. letting go of that stuff. <clears throat> so, um, that's the basics of, of what myofascial release is. It's, it's very different. Um, it's fun to have students in the room with me because usually it's their first experience with somebody letting go, and it's fun to see the wide-eyed response and the backing away of the patient and them glancing at me constantly to see if it's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Like, we're all okay well, here, think, it's going to be fine yeah, while I'm vomiting in a trash can. <laughs>
2: they walked in, they're going to walk back out. So um, anyway, uh, the other part of it um, about, you know, I talked about the physical part of the, the fascia getting stuck down and all of the chemistry and things that get stuck in the system, the belief systems, and all of that coming up and out is that Uh, I want to stress that not only does your mind take in trauma and what happens to you and emotional stuff, but your tissues record all of that. And so that's why when stuff starts to come up, your mind is recalling all this because your tissue is is saying, hey, remember when this happened and remember what that felt like? Now you get to replay it so we can work through this, move through it, get something and move on. And probably the biggest thing that that I found in, in working with, with Jay, doing the work with Jay, is um, uh, the idea that um, we're run by our subconscious, mm-hmm. and this mind-body part of, is, is part of this, the, the tissue memory, the stuff that we took in when we were younger or in a different space in our lives is stuck in there, and that's part of that subconscious mind-body Your programs are running you because your body gets reminded of one thing. It thinks it's still in that situation. And so the mind responds with all of the fears, the beliefs, the emotional stuff that came up at that time. Mm -hmm. So part of what I'm hoping to do with people is to help them to recognize the pattern, to um, help them to reframe it, feel powerful, and move on. Does that, that pretty well sum up what you guys' experience has been? Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. I mean, I think one of the things that I um, I, I tell people, too, is that this isn't um, like a typical even uh, physical therapy or massage type of technique. So when we're working together, you're not, like, you know, digging into a spot, or having me do repetitive motions, or giving me, you know, exercises, um, or any of those type of things. Um, it's just the. Uh, uh, it's like you put your ha- your hands on me, you know, like you put your hands on my body in different places, and all of a sudden, all this well, shit starts coming out. Um, (laughs) All the feelings start to hit. And I remember thinking the first time, like, this isn't real. This isn't possible, right? I mean, like, I can't really be feeling all these things by her putting her hand on my chest, you know, and I feel it all over my body. But it is. Um, And I know that everybody's experience is different, but uh, can you maybe talk a little bit about what you're doing in that, in that hands-on process?
2: Sure. Um, <clears throat> part of what I do uh, when somebody comes in, first of all, it's important to um, start out by listening. That's part of the initial connection and getting people to know that it's a safe environment to let go. Because in some, unless and until somebody's ready to let go, um, that putting on of hands is not going to feel like anything more than putting on of hands. <clears throat> The next thing I do is I try to um, read. I I use my intuition and the sense of, um, uh, this tactile sense that I have developed over time to um, uh, get a sense for where I feel changes in, this is gonna sound really woo woo, but the energy flow of a body. Um, I usually have my students um, do an exercise where they hover over the person's body as opposed to touching them directly and do just a kind of a scan and it's amazing anybody can do it Um, but there'll be areas where you'll feel uh, like a tingle in your hand or maybe a change in warmth or cold and 99.9 percent of the time if you ask the person or you put your hands on that spot that is the spot where they've been having trouble or when you put your hand on the spot they will immediately feel something so that's part of the tuning in process And then the next is just providing the environment so that um, as they feel comfortable, as I sink into the tissue, the tissue starts to release phase from that solid, glued down, braced area to a more fluid, open place that whatever comes up, if they see something, if they feel something, I try to keep them present in their bodies and direct them to pay attention to what is happening. And when they start doing that and they start opening up and they just let go of the uh, trying to figure it out, amazing things happen. Um, uh, one of my favorite stories of, of people letting go and, and the power of, of me- tissue memory embracing is a woman that I had about a week after she had had a car accident. Uh, her car rolled. Uh, she was uh, had an accident off of k 10 and when she came in, she was doing that, you know, that whole body braced. If I want to look around, I have to turn my whole body uh, kind of a thing. And it was our first visit, and she didn't know me from anybody, but she got on the table. We started working, and her body started to spontaneously move. I had a hold of her head and neck, and her head and neck started to what we call unwind. And pretty soon, she had tapped into, she just taken her brakes off. She had tapped into being back in the car. This doesn't happen to everybody, but it's powerful when it does. She was back in that mm. car. She was seeing She was seeing that the accident was going to happen, that that car was going to hit. Mm. And so another technique that we have is called the slap technique. And so I went wham right beside her head because mm. um, she was telling me the impact was going to happen. And she flew up off of that table screaming her head off. <laughs> and... Um, And crying and and carrying on. I mean she was she flew off the table. She didn't push herself up, she flew up. So Mm -hmm. I held her, allowed her to have her emotions, um, and and just held the space for her. And when she got done and stopped crying, she had probably about eighty percent of her neck motion back just in that one instance. Her body had embraced that whole time waiting for the impact. The tissue memory was so powerful and the belief system behind it was so powerful that she was frozen. She was wow. she was in freeze response that whole time and she didn't have a chance to process it. So mm-hmm. it was a powerful way of getting a huge relief, release and a huge change in, in um, her state uh, mm-hmm. just by that one incident and her taking her brakes off and letting go.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, wow,
1: wow. So one of the things that's important, I think, to address is because we have all these people listening from all over the world. And we want to send them to myofascial release people if they have stuff to deal with. But, you know, one of my concerns is, like Denise, I mean, (laughs) so I guess what I'm asking you to speak to because mm-hmm. you know Beck and I think that you know we all in in Lawrence we all know you as a, a witch slash wizard slash <laughs> you know like yes. like you are she you're a healer I mean yeah and that's how we know you and part of that is so my question is how much of this is John Barnes training how much of it is your own intuitive and how much of it is just my factual training. Because I don't want people to have this expectation of going to a myofascial release person and being able to have the kind of experience that I had with you, just with right. anybody. You know, what yep. I, mean? I don't want to put that out out right. there like I, they're going to walk in and expect. Because right. the very first time, I mean, let me just share my first experience with you. First of all, you just looked at my body. You didn't do any. You didn't touch me. You didn't yep. do anything. You just looked at me and you said something like. Well, the right side of your body is all locked down and, you know, your hip is moving out this way and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you just looked at me. You just looked at me and said
0: Same thing. Same thing. And I was like, what? How did you?
1: Sitting on your little stool thing. She has a little stool she sits on. And you told me to turn around and put your hands on my hips. And that's all you did was put your hands on my hips. And my body, now I know that that's called unwinding. But if you've never unwound yourself and your body just starts swaying like a willow tree, yep. it's a weird experience. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you, it's yeah. a little bizarre. I mean, yeah. you're just like, I am swaying in the wind. For <laughs> <laughs> I me, mean, we wanted to go, Tay, Tay in the wind. Okay. okay.
0: I'm like, swaying.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just <took> <laughs> oh, my God. All my nail references are goodness. not going to help me right now. <laughs> I am I am my body is unwinding, doing this thing that feels bizarre. Like it feels weird because I'm not moving. I swear to you I was not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> and my body starts unwinding. And then, you know, I mean, I had some pretty intense experiences and how it occurs is like you put and I tell this to people all the time, you put your finger on me and then I start having visions. Now that's a little extreme. <laughs> but it's like kinda true. <laughs> It's a little exaggerated. <laughs> she does talk to you. <laughs> but that's basically what happened. <laughs> then you start having visions. So, you know, like, I want to be honest with our folks about, like, you know, you just can't just go look somebody up in the Yellow Pages that does myofascial release and expect um, to have a nice experience. I mean, that's well, just not going to be the same. I don't want to set them up for that. <laughs> so, <right. laughs> help well, me the first, help them find good. Okay. How do we find a good myofascial release person who knows what they're doing and who actually you know really will guide our you know how do what what can we look for
2: so the first thing is is that um john barnes okay, my release they have a website www.myofascialrelease.com and there is a therapist directory there oh, cool. and okay. people can uh, sign up for the therapist directory the therapists do have to pay for the listing so it doesn't have comprehensive everybody that's taken lots of John Mars courses is on this but I will tell you that people who are dedicated to this philosophy they will do the listings there um and then they have different levels listed within that site there's people according to how many courses you've taken how long you've been practicing how long has it been your main practice um and so I am I am considered an expert um myofascial therapist sorry oh yeah (laughs) um okay good
1: but I figured so,
2: you were a master. Yeah, thank you. It's <laughs> a master. Uh, <laughs> and what I would say is that if you if you find somebody who is advanced or expert, um, that you're going to have a similar t- experience to this because those are the people who have gone and not only taken the courses but gone back and repeated the courses, um, tried to do some kind of regular treatment on themselves and or seek out other myofascial practitioners to do treatment with them um, because. You know, John's philosophy is, one, you can't take anybody somewhere you've never been. And two, that if you're not getting yourself treated, that you're not going to be an effective therapist. Mm. So, mm-hmm. um, and I would look for somebody who's actually done um, what John calls the therapy for the therapist. I have gone and done two weeks where I did nothing but was the uh, patient at uh, the Myofascial Release Treatment Center in Sedona. So I did two weeks. We did three hours of treatment a day Dude. and five days a week. It was intense.
0: Oh, my God. Um,
2: I couldn't. Three it hours of somebody standing there with their finger on you? Uh, it was three <laughs> hours of treatment a day. So you did three one-hour sessions, not right in a row. Oh, so but still. You, wow. But you were. You,
1: yes. I could yeah. not do that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. right.
2: It is there is a reason why they 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 do the treatment intensives that way is one, you are out of your normal uh, routine. Mm-hmm. You are there to do that and to be the patient and to focus on that because you're pretty exhausted by the end of the day. You're often in chaos, but you can't reorganize a system that's been locked down in that short of a time without mm-hmm. creating lots of chaos. Mm-hmm. So, I would look for practitioners who have been through the therapy for the therapist. Cause I can tell you it deepened my skills in a way that I couldn't have done it otherwise. Um, and, and made me uh, really get my system going and looking at my stuff and healing stuff. So I would say though, that if you find somebody who is an advanced or expert myofascial release practitioner, you'll have the similar experience to what you guys have, have uh, described having with me. People who are good with dialoguing, with unwinding, with doing the release work, with connecting with people. So that's my best advice on that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Thank you for that. Cause I think that's very important. I don't want people to just think, Oh, I can just look look up myofascial release in the yellow pages and then go have Mm -hmm. a Denise experience. You're not going to have that. Um, and
2: that's, that's people who say they, they do myofascial release, but there's another type of myofascial release that is more of the just digging in like deep soft tissue mobilization yeah. And that's not what we're talking about here. That's not mind to body. That's purely mechanical, which can have yeah. some benefit, but it's not going to take you to the healing places to the quantum shifting, if you will.
0: Mhm. Um, Very but, good. Be- <laughs> the marker that. in me likes that. Very good job. Um,
2: that, that you can get with a with an experienced practitioner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they I do both. Actually, I do the myofascial release stuff that's like the deep um work and then I go to Denise and I do the sort of more of the mind-body connection Um, because what sort of happens with me, what I found is, and I had a very similar first time experience where she looked at me and like said something about my throat which is something that I've always had this kind of like weird clogged thing in my like tightness in the base of my neck um, that I've never mentioned to anybody, like just in general, but I've gone to like doctors and said like I don't know if it's like a sore throat. I mean, I, I mean, they've looked at me. They've done endoscopies. I mean, they've tried to figure out what this thing is. No luck. She looks at me for like two seconds, and she's like, you've got this thing. And, and I'm like, what the hell? How did you know that? Okay, well, great. And then she like put her hand in my throat, and all this stuff started coming out. So I was like, well, okay. I guess I'm going to do this for a while. Um, (laughs) but what I found is I do the work with Denise and then I also go and do the more massage physical part of it. And it helps with, it sort of balances each other really well because I, um, will have a very physical reaction to working with Denise where I've, you know, Whether it's I feel really great or sometimes I'm exhausted or you know, sometimes I'm just, you know, sore in different places or different things like that. Yeah. Or really mad, mad. which was one of the times that I went. She like I like she like tapped into some shit and I was like, Yep. (laughs) Fuck you. I don't I don't like you so much right now. I'm gonna go ahead and leave. (laughs) And she was just like call me if you want to. She knew I was just like, <laughs> no, That's you hilarious. made me deal with some shit. I don't want to deal with at all. And she <laughs> was like, all yeah. I can
2: say to that, Becca is that it would not have come up for you. If you weren't ready to deal with it, the exactly. body, mind, body is amazingly wise. And yes. it will well, only that was my bring... next question actually, yeah.
1: because you know, what took me to you was ultimately, I mean, it was my hip obviously, but clearly the stuff we cleared out of my hip was more emotional than it was anything else, right? So, I mean, I've already shared it on this podcast that I think back when I was doing it or not not long after that anyway, when we were doing the podcast, and I started talking about doing body work. Essentially, what came up for me the first time we did was the ma- the big majority of it was, you know, sexual assault from my teenage time, right? So obviously my hip brought me to you, but that's what came up. Do you recommend that people, you know, like as our listeners, should they just go find somebody, you know? Because I've had people, you know, a lot of a lot of people have come to you just because I told them to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just
2: like, go, oh, no
1: put her finger on you and see what happens.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really crazy.
1: You <laughs> never know. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen, man. <laughs> so I've said a lot of people to you who have just come to you because I told them to. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so. But do you recommend that, or do you recommend waiting until you have something physical? You know, like, what is ideally the best way to have... Because, I mean, I would rather have not not waited until my hip was so bad to come see you, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I would have just gone in to see you if I didn't have something physical to deal with. You know what I mean? I
2: I agree. I think that's the way most people are. I think everybody can benefit whether their body is giving them a specific symptom or not. But... A lot of times, that's not where our energy's going. That's not where our focus is going because it doesn't have to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I think it's I think it's useful to to get myofascial release treatment from a skilled practitioner because there will be stuff that comes up, but sometimes we're just not ready to go there and take the brakes off and do what we need to do until our body's screaming at us. That's mm-hmm. kind of the way we've been taught is that we have to tough it out until we can't tough it out anymore. Yeah. so. As people shift their their mindset, uh, yeah, absolutely. I would would encourage you to go see a myofascial therapist, but it's got to feel right and not forced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other thing
1: I think that, but to say this, though, is that the times when, because you and I, you know, I healed up my body, and then, you know, we've had a couple of uh, sessions Mm -hmm. in between then, and there's definitely been times when there's been other stuff to come up that I've needed to deal with, and it's come up. But there's also been times when really nothing came up, but you've done work work on my body and it's been some of the best meditative hour I've had, you know, like Mm -hmm. you just, there's been one time I remember in particular, in particular where you put your hand on my chest and I, it felt like a Jedi mind trick or something. (laughs) It always feels that way. (laughs) But but I swear (laughs) to God, you put your hand on my chest and I was in meditation phase instantly. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm in meditation mode and I'm just going to stay right here. And I I could just sit there and meditate and be still, and then and that was fantastic. So, you know, I didn't want people to think that you it has to be a physical thing, but but um, because I think it's good to get body work done all the time.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah.
1: Getting to ultimately get body work done, all of it, all different kinds, and find what vibes with you and what serves Mm -hmm. you in your body. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like I'll be doing this with you the rest of my life. I will mean,
0: mm-hmm. Yay! Know, <laughs> in while,
1: you know, like once a month, once in a while. Just because I feel like it's great, body work is important.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I also think well, that people no. might be surprised by where they are holding pain or holding tension or holding things that, you know, are, I know for myself, I have a, uh a, arthritis, and so I have a, you know, it's kind of like there's a sort of constant level of pain that I've experienced for a long time, but I, my brain sort of shuts that part down, and if I really focused on it, I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm like in a horrible amounts of pain, yeah. but, you know, I, my brain sort of like takes it away, and so I think sometimes we have these like consistent pain things happening, and we don't necessarily even know that it's happening there. Um, Because there were times where Denise has put her, you know, hands, and I'm like, oh, that hurts, you know, or that is uncomfortable there. And I, like my throat, you know, it's like not something that I think about on a day-to-day basis. But when Denise puts her finger on you, you don't have a choice. So, you know, like all of this stuff could, you know, pop up. (laughs) And she does put more than just a finger you get a whole hand on there sometimes. You get a whole hand on there <laughs> um, sometimes. So
2: so what I would say too is that your, your physicality isn't just about like the physical traumas that you've been through. There's also emotional traumas. And all of us have been through something that has been traumatic to us. Um, and it doesn't matter if it would have been traumatic to somebody else. It's traumatic to us. And we hold that. We brace in certain parts of our body. You know how when you get... When you have certain emotions, you may feel certain sensations in your body. Mm -hmm. Um, We hold those things in there often. If there's um, something emotional, we have a belief system around. Like a lot of people just hold their stomach clenched all the time. And it may not be causing stomach pain at that point. But as we hone in on it, they realize that. And they have the opportunity to have an awareness and a choice Mm -hmm. as to whether they get to let that go and address it. And feel powerful again. So that is where body work can come in handy. And we all have a lifetime of both physical and emotional traumas. Mm-hmm. We've, we we uh, a lot of times our body just accommodates to the point where it can't accommodate anymore, and then it starts screaming at you because it needs you to do something different so that it can function and be healthy again.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: That's awesome. So Denise, where can our uh, people wanted to look you up and know more about you? Is there a place they can find you and tell us about that?
2: Well, I am on the myofascial release website, so um you'll find me in the therapist directory there, myofascialrelease.com. Um I have my business is Quantum Shift Physical Therapy and Wellness Center. Um here in Lawrence, Kansas, we're at 1201 Wakarusa. and our phone number, can I give that? Sure. You want to? Okay. Uh 785-856-7389. And uh, we do have a Facebook page. Perfect. Nice.
1: nice. And um you know, we're planning on doing a lean inside doing a uh, live doing the work retreat in September in Maui. Mm-hmm. We were wondering if maybe our people would get to meet you in person there.
2: Oh my god, that would be so amazing. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah, it I'm be? All, I'm totally open to that. <laughs> start saving now. All right, start saving right. now, people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> start saving now. We're building a posse of people who are going to be with us that you guys do not want to miss. So, you a, know, if you have got a last work, minute Christmas present lines. or whatever, you know, put it on your list. Say, I want money for my trip Maui. to Maui, Maui in September. Yeah. So yeah. awesome. Thank you so much, Denise. I can't believe we're up against a half hour already. You are. Thank
2: you so much for having me.
0: You are amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, Everybody, come to the Facebook page. Uh, Denise, would you be willing to answer some questions on our Facebook page if if people have them? Bet. Awesome. Perfect. So we will do a post um, on the doing the work private Facebook group. Um, So if you have any specific questions for Denise that you might want to ask. And we can start talking about body work um, and what you guys are doing out there listening. Um, and hopefully, you're now going to add myofascial release to that. So, thank you, everybody. And thank you, Denise. And have a great week. Thank
1: you, Denise. We appreciate you. Thank you. I
2: appreciate you.
0: Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you, and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening.
1: Stay connected, and most importantly, be kind to you.
0: Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week.
1: See you next week.